this is Sultana, aka Queen. And you're listening to Makeup, Breakups, and Martinis. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. <laughs> we don't have our glasses full yet, but we have our glasses ready. <laughs> and we have a special guest that's a returning guest. Hey. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Young Joe, future of R&B, here with these lovely ladies. Yes. Here to do it all over again for you guys. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. So, um, we always start with the mixer question. Last time we spoke, you were on our YouTube um, video. If you haven't listened our episode, if you haven't watched it, yeah, it was R&B and breakups. So, I guess my mixer question is, are you still breaking up, making up? What's up with you in your dating life? So, (laughs) the dating life, I'm still making up to break up. (laughs) Um, So, you're still single? Yeah, still single. Mm -hmm. Um... I actually dropped a song called Get Right. Oh, the music okay. video is out right now. You guys could check that out. Nice. And it touches on, you know, the makeups to breakups and how love feels for me right now. Nice. So, so how does love feel for you? Um, endless. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm loving myself more. And um, I think uh-huh. that's something that I forgot to do. Or I forgot how to do it for a while. So, But, um, but now doing that, it gives me the ability to love uh, elsewhere you know when the time is right right if that's what i choose to do but for now i'm enjoying it it feels good do you think guys um take the time to focus on themselves absolutely i mean i'm a guy and i take the time so i mean there has to be someone out there like me i can't be the only one (laughs) um but I, I don't think it's done enough, though. Right. Um, I think there are a lot of guys that are scared to uh, fix themselves in certain ways right. before actually allowing themselves to feel um, for someone else. And I always have this like this saying in the back of my mind, like, you can't help someone with their garden if yours isn't correctly uh growing you know so you have to like water your seeds the right way first before you can uh, help someone else sprout theirs you know i feel that on a deep level because i got two plants that are dying one of them is right in front of us my fern is dying i'm so sorry i'm taking that in a little sense my fern baby is dying so i need to water my it's garden like that seeds just means you need to water your garden a little bit and you know take take care and nurture yourself because the things that you um, the way that you love yourself has a lot to do with how you love others. And a person who's hurt or broken or going through things doesn't, sometimes you can project that hurt onto other people. Mm. For sure. I want to ask you so, because we've talked about this in the past, but we haven't had a guy um, on here for me to ask. Like, so when you are focusing on yourself, what does that look like? Um, I meditate, or well, for me personally, um, meditation is in my faith. So I, I, uh, I may take a walk by the water. I just like the way the ocean feels sometimes. I may just um, capture, you know, an ambiance in the sky, and just I may stare at clouds and just daydream, yeah. and just envision myself, um, you know, loving right or raising a family the right way, or just focused on how you know to be a better version of myself what did I do yesterday that I wasn't proud of um what did I do in my last relationship that I wasn't proud of what what can I do now to make myself um stronger in places that I feel weaker because I don't think people sit with themselves enough I think as soon as people like lose something that they love the first thing they want to do is replace it like yeah and um replacing the people or things that you love in your life don't always mean that you're going to get the same thing or something better oh i love that um so you have to prepare yourself mentally to be able to receive whatever it is that you do end up find figure out how that the best way yeah and i appreciate that you're asking yourself those hard questions because sometimes like so i started journaling heavy this year and there's some times where I notice like where I want to write something down because of course that happened but I don't want to because it's an ugly truth right and it's kind of like well you know I have to write it down and I have to ask myself certain questions about me because if I don't I'm gonna repeat those patterns right so I I like that you said that yeah that's that's a good thing too because a lot of times if you can see it on paper um it's a reminder you know because sometimes we tell ourselves I'm gonna do this but then we forget right you know and then when i feel like anytime you write something down it becomes it's already in the atmosphere here in the universe something is going to remind you to look at that and see that and that's going to be a reminder for you constantly to you know Ooh, 
sorry. Push towards that. Cheers, Bottle guys. popping, yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, cheers to confronting our demons, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that was the perfect time. Definitely. That was a great time. <laughs> okay. Cheers to that. Let's, let's toast. So, um, can I ask you guys a question about your uh, love life? Sure. Okay. So, um, for a woman, what is what does it take for a woman to realize that it's time to start dating again? Where does that feeling come from? Uh, all right. I guess I'll go first. Um, for me, I I don't know honestly. I, I feel like I always go back and forth. So I'm trying to think the last few dates I had where they went perfect if I was to say like what date I would want it was really I had it um I just didn't feel a connection so I felt like the last two dates um it hurt me a lot because I knew they were more into me than I was to them and um so I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to date because I don't want to hurt anyone. Right. So I, like I said, I, I took a long time. I focused on me. I've been doing my meditation, which is really hard. I, it's to it clear is. your mind. It is. Um, that's a work in progress. But I'm like doing yoga. I'm journaling. I'm really just trying to get into a good place where my communication is right um, I can express myself because I really want to go into my next relationship as healthy as possible. But right. I can tell that I'm a work in progress. Do you think um, communication would have helped in that series where you were dating that person and like not being able? To, were you able to communicate to them uh, that you weren't that it's into me. them? Yeah. Were you, <laughs> how, it's not you. It's were me. you able to communicate that, or was that a problem? I honestly I, I didn't say it because like I said it, it hurts me to hurt other people so I do the same thing I think everybody does and well not everybody I want to say most people and take the easy way out and slowly ghost myself out of the right. situation but that that in return I feel still hurts the person if yeah. not even more because yeah just like you said it was a good date everything was what you would have wanted right. and then they don't hear from you the way that they thought they deserved to and that comes with communication as well so like tell me <clears throat> how do you feel about like the fact that the date went well what what was it about the person that made you say okay well they're more into it than me and and then you weren't able to communicate that with them why well, I, I feel like it's always people's actions. So it's like, you know, they want to ask you out for another date. They're making future plans with you. So um, I just didn't see it. I I really tried to make myself like, you know, let me try again. But I, I just know, I know myself well enough where it's like I'm either in it or I'm not. Gotcha. And I just wasn't... It just wasn't it. So in, in those moments when you meditate, do you like, do you think of ways that you can start to express that? Because that comes from inside, you know, yeah. like it's like a, from what it sounds like, it's like you're dealing with those emotions on your own rather than being able to express them to anyone. And so like, that's still a, a sense of hurt that maybe you're not hurting them, but you're hurting yourself because you don't know how to deal with that. So maybe that's something you can like take time to like try to work on as well yeah. you know because me telling them be, yes because that could right. you know that could ruin a guy uh that could ruin a guy's potential to feel like he should do the same thing for the next woman oh okay yes and you i know? wouldn't want that because yeah. what he did was perfect mm -hmm. and there was nothing wrong with it's just and, how and that, do you tell somebody there's just, just a connection that, like, that, i feel like that's a that's something that a woman should be able to tell like i would i would appreciate if a woman said you know what this date was amazing we had a, i had a great time probably one of the best times i've ever had but i really don't see a connection here for us emotionally but i would love a friendship or i would like to still be in touch but just not in that way because i can appreciate honesty like it yeah. is it just makes me feel like all right you know what cool all right, this is my fear. Okay, what's your fear? All right, because I thought about this. I thought about me because I, I try to treat people how I would want to be treated. 
Gotcha. So I really had this like conversation in my head. Right, right. <laughs> no judgment, people. Right. <laughs> um, and it was kind of like if I told them like everything went perfect, I don't feel a connection. I could hear somebody or this was my fear was them responding back like you couldn't feel one off a first date why don't you give this more time and then it's like you know me having to explain more than i feel like right okay i got you so maybe the and and then but then that comes back to like just being confident enough to say you know that's that's not gonna work for me you know like i'm just i just know myself i know that that's not what i'm gonna be into i can't you know there's ways to like just kind of cut it completely off and how do you feel about it because like from another woman's standpoint like do you feel that like the same way like have you gone on dates and then didn't know how to tell the person whether or not it was a good or not well i I was on Clubhouse last night. Shout out to everybody on Clubhouse. And a woman brought that issue up. She was saying, like, I went on a date. We went on a couple dates. He checked on me when I went out of town. And then he ghosted me. And she was like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Right. And um, there were so many great moderators because they were like, well, it wasn't you. And I think that's, you know... I think that's what happens. We always think it's like, what did I do? Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily you. No, no. And so yeah. the moderators were like, you know, it's it's not you. It's the other person. Maybe they just couldn't communicate well, like you guys were saying. Um, but there was this great analogy that one of the moderators gave where he was like, if you were in a warm house and someone um, came into the warm house and then they walked out and it was snowing outside and they opened the door, would you, what would you do? Like, they opened the door and they didn't close it. What would you do? Would you wait for them to come back or would you close that door? Right. She's like, I'm going to close the door. And it's like, that's exactly what you have to do because you may never get that closure. That's beautiful. I you like that. You know what that. I mean? It yeah. was great. I was like, yeah. let me write this down. Yeah. You may never get that closure from the other person because it's, you know. You're, you're, you're going to wonder if they're going to ever come back. You're right. Wondering. But yeah, you, it's your responsibility to close that door absolutely. so that you don't let all that cold shit, the snow come in. Right. You're waiting for the other person. Um, because you don't know you may never get an answer and that's so right. and that's the thing like when you're dating you can't think it's it's you like right. you never know you know so what can you take from that Nicole like can you <laughs> can you close the door when it's snowing or <laughs> what are some of the first date rules what are like what are like the make or breaks in first date give me one make and one break that I'm never going out with you again what are some of the things that have happened in the past that have made you say, oh, I don't want to see this person anymore? I feel like you have a lot more. I think with me, it's... Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, you know... Oh, I mean, my goodness. I, I, I have a few. Um, um, okay, so on a first date, one thing that I don't like is when the person that I came with goes missing for for time for a long oh, period yeah. of time does that happen exactly wow. <laughs> the oh, fact that it's true. unbelievable is like what is going on here like i just don't get it like i had a date it was like one of the worst dates ever and um shout out to ashley you were terrible yeah there's a lot of ashley's out there you gotta figure it out but um you know I, we went out to a restaurant I introduced her to a couple people that I knew there, and she uh, got up from from where we were at and went back over to them, bought them a drink, which was nice, but then she stayed there with them for like 30 to 40 minutes while I'm sitting at the dinner table, and I just thought that that was like probably the worst. I could have gotten up and gone over there as well, but I just figured like we were here for a date, a date, not and that was your first date and that was the first date yikes you know so she immediately like gravitated to the people that I had introduced her to Mm. and it just showed me something a characteristic that I feel like you're more into everything else rather than um getting to know you getting to know me so I I thought that was a a deal breaker and uh never went back on another date with that person so that was was one time but like you know there there are plenty of deal breakers out there so that's what I'm asking like has has there been anything that's made you like oh man I should just get up right now and go like what are some of the things like that that have happened well I mean 
the attitude you know like the way not only that you treat me but like the staff if you're rude or whatever it's like okay let's just oh if they don't treat the like the server yeah. well okay yeah because gotcha it's it's indicative of how they are absolutely and, and that's where it's like all right this could potentially be me one day ah, that's you, know, true. you know i don't know that's true and that's where like i've met people where they are very particular and something can set them off mm-hmm. and you don't really know what's setting them off right so it's like i could do something wrong because i'm not time perfect yeah. you know like i don't know if i'm triggering you in a certain way right and you're upset about it then we're probably not going to be a good match because i'm going to trigger you and not know that makes sense you know so and that's actually a defensive uh that's a that's very defensive to know that because a lot of people don't even recognize something like that like you that that says a lot honestly that's actually a good one yeah a A lot of people don't know like they can't see those type of signs ahead of time and and people dive in further and then then it's like like the first date i'm like okay i see i see your anger here you got a little aggression because i did this i get it i'm not perfect you know, a little rough around the edges. I can't even say that. No, I'm, like, no, I'm not rough no, around the edges. I, I just I'm very not. I just, I just think it's like <laughs> you know. It, I think it's just being attentive, like you know, and know it. But that's <laughs> what those face is like rough. Yes. <laughs> I am the gentlest. Cotton got shit to, on me. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like a fly, a fly trying to harm a fly. Yeah, I think my red flags have just been people like telling me their past, and okay. I I get it. Like I'm just a person that you feel very comfortable with, and you can tell me about yourself. Open book, almost. Yeah, and you can, but but there's a but little there's dating, a little there's a little judgment that comes with it. She's a Virgo, but when you're ah, dating, when you're dating, sense. and you you say a little, you know, there is an extent you can't say too absolutely much, especially on the first date yeah you so, don't want to turn a person off either so I, I think some this is this happened to me a lot um and i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i'm still trying to work this out within myself like okay. if you say something to me about your past it kind of sticks with me ah. so i feel like could this person you know could this still reflect on them today yeah did they get over these demons have they healed but enough? then right. when you say that does that make them reluctant to tell you and then you have to find out later right so it's like it's better for them to tell you no i'm very happy i always happy. say that i'm happy yeah. that people you're happy that they're <laughs> so honest, they're and honest. So now but then like, right so i so i don't know I, i'm working on that like do i do i wait it out and and see these red flags that yeah. they have told me about on day one right or, or do you, te- do do you take the tenor approach I, and i take that notice <laughs> right that makes sense so that is my thing um for me to run on a first date so i haven't had anything really bad um thankfully happened in a long time but i really if a guy tries to like hit it on the first date right to me i i i'm beyond those years where what it's does like hit it mean have hit, sex? hit it oh. is like smashing like oh, you know, like, oh sorry like if a guy just oh. if a guy's like, trying to get the pennies on the first date <laughs> i've actually done that on the first date the guy too. hits my car I on the first date what let's not talk about it let's keep going <laughs> But right, okay, so if a guy... It wasn't a bad first, like, he didn't have any dents on his car. Anyways, let's keep going. So you got in an accident car. on the I first day? I hit his day? car. I, let's not talk about it. I <laughs> let's keep going. Heard this story. No, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, he, okay, hit it. It's sex. All right, got it. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm appreciative of let's take it slow approach. So if a guy... Let's say a guy takes it slow because many guys, you know, not everyone wants it on the first day. Yeah. Um, guys taking it slow, does that necessarily mean that they're better? Because they don't approach you sexually the first time? No, I don't think. I'm, no. It's just not I think a preference. You can still get the same guy that would want to hit it on the first date. Right. And the, it could be the same guy who will, like, oh, I'll wait. I have a three-day rule. Right. I think you can get the same type of guy. Absolutely. It's I, I, I agree. The three-day guy might get more dates. Right. Right. <laughs> it makes sense, though. No, it absolutely makes sense. I, I understand exactly where you're coming from, but but yeah, it's 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 almost like um, 
like it's it's being able to tell like, the difference between a person who's I, I think people who try for it on the first day are a little more aggressive they come off aggressive right yeah and uh that could right. be a turn off right absolutely yeah i've been there before so i understand so it's like the three day one it's like oh you yeah are, there's some there's some guys with 90 day rules you know, I, <laughs> you know i'm just saying you know there's some 90 day guys out there shout out to you guys <laughs> I've been a 30-day guy before. I was a 30-day guy. Yeah? I used to have a 30-day rule. So, wait, was that just for one particular person? No, it was for a long time. I was a virgin until I was 18. Really? I used to get made fun of in high school and everything. So, but I, once I did lose my virginity, I had like a 30-day rule. Like, it was like, yeah, we got a date for at least 30 days before I just, you know? And it was like, it wasn't really a hot topic with the girls, but I felt good about it because... I got to know people for who they were, you know, and then I made some really good friends out of that. And sometimes I, I did the you, the you thing, you know. <laughs> I just, I just got ghosts. I just got missing in like oh day God, fourteen. Is, is that what it's gonna be called, the Nicole thing? It's a Nicole thing. It's gonna be like the Nicole rule, you know. So, but I've, I've gotten missing on like day fourteen or something, and just realized, okay, this is not what I want. So really, yeah, I, I can understand like time and like what it does to people. Um, some people can't handle time. Yeah. And uh, but time is like one of the most valuable things that we have. Like it's to me more valuable than any amount of money, anything really. Uh, it's something you can't get back. So I feel like if a person is willing to sacrifice a certain amount of time um, for the things that they want, it sh- underlyingly shows how much they they care. You know. So. Um, so let me ask you a question how do you feel about like connection connection because um, we are in a generation where we're supposed to be so connected right absolutely always feel like so distant so distant right and i I think I, i don't know in my opinion i feel like that's what's going on with this dating world is absolutely I think I think it's I think it's the way people choose to connect now because like back in the days like you had to like meet a person like you had to like shake their hand meet them somewhere and then the connection started there it started with a natural introduction now people are more prone to finding you know online is a huge thing online dating they have websites made what are like all these different sites they have eHarmony and all these different things that you could meet people and I don't think that's a real connection I think you're like virtually typing at someone and you don't really get to understand human interaction so a lot of times when you do find these people in real life and you have a chance to interact with them you don't get what you want or you don't get what it was that was behind that or you're missing you're missing an actual person because you're judging them off of a picture yeah pictures and words some people aren't photogenic some people absolutely you know take the best pictures but when you meet them in person there's that connection and so you're swiping left because you're looking for Idris album right right <laughs> every picture. yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're, like, you're looking for the physical on. more than the connection yeah because you're judging it off of a picture and right. you're like okay he ain't got the dimples and he ain't got you know the skin tone right and it's just a still image right where when you get to meet somebody you meet their energy you have that chemistry and maybe they might not be perfect photogenically but right. you get to like really know that person exactly. you're, you're, you're judging off of something completely out of touch with the reality of the person and i think that um there needs to be more uh i think there needs to be more of people connecting in real life like i think we need to get back to the roots get back to like like when you think about your grandparents or your great-grandparents and how they loved and how they were together marriages were like 20 to 30 years you know, more we don't. Than that forever. I've been to more baby showers than weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and, and I've lived a long life. I don't want to say my age, but I've lived a long enough life to where I feel like at least ten of my friends should have gotten married, and I should have been a best man by now. But none of my friends even have weddings, marriages, any of that. So it's like when when people think about connections, um, I think I think it scares people to find something real. I think it does because people aren't even ready for that like you don't even know how to love a lot of us haven't even seen love properly you know our parents haven't loved properly or you know there was no one around to like 
model your love after so well there's a lot of different factors and we did release an a special episode on anchor where we were talking about marriage for rent but the generation that we're in doesn't like marriage doesn't last as long absolutely and i think one of the factors why is because we're not marrying for the same reasons because mm-hmm. back in the days it was like okay the man was a provider the woman was fertile or whatever right this is yeah you right. know she's a good housewife this is why we're gonna get married this is the sole reason that's keeping us together right um and now it's not that same dynamic now we have to readjust and we haven't exactly you know? so it's just like we're in a new generation trying to follow old school rules even though they worked you know back then is that you know gonna work for us so right. i don't think we haven't we have redefined those rules of like Absolutely. hey we have a two-parent household where both parents are working yeah we got kids yeah you know what are our roles and Why? this is like or to maybe me like it, everything's too accessible that's true too wanna it's that's true fine. too like it's it's become easier to i mean even if you just even look at the like to touch on what you said like um roles were kind of given out back then now the world is changing like women are amazing like there's like a whole feminist movement like women are stronger women are leading households women have become alphas like and you know when you have two alphas in a household you're always gonna bump heads um but it's about i think it's more about like showing a woman that you can lead not 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 taking her leadership from her but saying hey look trust me to lead us here mm-hmm. but i want i want my queen to to lead just as much as me you know and um but that comes with security like being secure right. as a man because back in the days like you said i mean there's a lot of guys that are stuck on the old mentality of like oh i run my house this is this this is this but like you know a lot of women have led men to success you know there's a, there's a good queen behind every king right um well not to cut you off but this is another factor where it's like you know they were talking about how some men didn't even learn how to love because you know they never received that love like that wasn't something that was given to them in that generation right. so it's just like to receive love and then show love is not something that they're used to Absolutely. because it's foreign but yeah, so it's just like, just like, you know, this whole generation where women are like, I want my man to be more sensitive or, right. you know, be more um, affectionate. It's like they were always taught to be more like vulnerable. Well, men were taught to be a provider. And that oh, was yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. And that was it. And yeah. so like to be able to, one, receive love from a woman yeah. and then show love. It's just like it's foreign because that's not what they were taught. Definitely. And they don't know how to communicate. Men don't know how to communicate one thing that women are great at and um i think i was fortunate because i was raised by my mother and my two older sisters so i communicated with women every day and then not having a male uh head of the household it kind of like raised me into that position having a younger brother and having to show him like you know okay this is what we got to do we got to protect the girls like this Mm -hmm. we got to protect mom like this and we got to do this you know so it was like staging it's almost it's almost like i was raising a son you know before before anything you know Mm -hmm. so um but now being a parent it's different because you know, I, I look at like marriages and failed marriages, and I always said to myself, "I'm gonna have a perfect marriage. I'm gonna have a perfect family. I'm gonna have two kids, boy and a girl. Got those manifest. I, you know, I manifested them, and then I, I try to manifest marriage somewhere in there, but it didn't work out. But I had nine years of like of a solid relationship that I thought was what it was, but it's just because not. I want something doesn't mean someone else wants that same thing. And a lot of times we can like we can dream this life that we want. But it's all about, it comes back to what you said, communication. Like, if you don't communicate these things with your partner while you're in the midst of working towards that, you guys may be working against each other. You know, like, this person could want something totally different than what you want. I know women that say, I don't want kids. I don't want marriage. I don't want this. I don't want that. They don't want any of the things that I wanted. And sometimes I haven't asked that question until we're, like, months into dating. And then it's like, man, I should ask this question, like, in the first date. So that's why I'm like, you know, it helps to go on dates multiple times. Because you do get to see, okay, well, maybe I'm counting them out too soon. Maybe I should see what's going on here. And that's why I asked those questions in the beginning, just to kind of figure out, like, 
you know what makes because everyone's mind ticks differently right um but yeah, we're, tr- we're all trying to learn from each other absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely but the best way is it goes back to what you said communication like if we don't communicate with the person that we want a business relationship with a friendship with a partnership with anything uh, a lot of times we can all end up lost so uh, cheers to communication <laughs> cheers, cheers to, to that communication <laughs> is key do, do you feel like there's a soulmate do you believe in soulmates do you believe like an instant connection? i believe in like yeah i believe in like a twin flame like I, I think that you could like find somebody that is just uh put here for you absolutely like there's someone out there we haven't met yet or we may have and we just walk right past them mm-hmm. maybe they'll circle back they'll circle back yeah, yeah. um the universe will bring them back absolutely <laughs> they do that often and um that's why I say patience is a thing, and even when you do, when you don't have that person in your life right now, it's a perfect time for you to to find yourself because you have to be ready to receive that. You can't see that with the naked eye. You have to like, that's something that you can feel. Like you, you don't really, I don't know how to say it, but you just have to be ready for it. You have to be ready to receive it in all ways, and then you you may have to fix it, and if you aren't physically capable of fixing it in that moment it could just be ready to pass you by so and it'll come revisit you later on or something similar um so uh, that's why i take a lot of the time when i'm by myself like i am now to try to find that you know find that i can hear it you know yeah because i feel like that's where i what i've been doing so i can definitely hear it same with you yeah Mm -hmm. So it's good. It's good for us. We're we're doing the right thing. We're working towards those things, and I I encourage you guys out there to do it too. Oh, I can imagine. Listen, listen. This is growth, growth and development. This is cheers to that because it doesn't come overnight. You know, you have to work hard for it. Like anything worthwhile, though, you have to work for it. Like I don't think anything. Love definitely never came easy to anyone, and I mean, failed relationships are like a gift and a curse like you're happy they happen you're sad they ended but you're, you're thankful for the experience you know like right. and you, you get this appreciation award yeah <laughs> you know i appreciate you thank you for this you taught me a lesson you showed me what i don't like you showed me what i'm willing to accept you showed me what i'm not willing to accept right and you've given me an opportunity to grow from you you know so yeah um, i would say that you know Every person that comes into our life is something that we need to learn from. They were brought for a reason, and we need to figure out why, and it's going to be an ugly truth, a a beautiful experience. It's going to be something, but you got to learn from that. Absolutely. Be ready to receive your blessings, people. Because if not, you're going to keep repeating that, like meeting that same person. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over. (laughs) Oh, you better believe it. So have you got I mean have you guys ever um that's a good that's a good point you said have you ever found yourself falling into a rabbit hole of the same type of person Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and okay when you know that this this is the same person do you do you still push yourself into that situation like you know what do you find yourself thinking like oh familiarity is like a good thing like you you say to yourself like oh okay this person reminds me of this so i'm gonna go ahead and try it because there were things that you liked about a certain person or situation so you like almost want to repeat that or relive that does comfortability make you comfortability yeah. yeah uh thankfully i realized it soon after so i had came off of a long relationship like 10 years and um he was dating and i was like you know what this is cool i'll date too right. whatever they can do i can do better absolutely <laughs> women are amazing at that i i tried to date right. and that's when i saw i was like you know what i'm trying to repeat the same thing i was in and i don't want that anymore so gotcha. i i remember leaving a date and i was like i gotta give myself another break out of a million breaks yeah I've had. for sure and I was like, I have to figure out who I am without this person. Gotcha, definitely. And then once I did that, then I was upgrading who I was dating. I was right. like, all right, now we can link to what 
I so wanted I to. Like. Yeah. Yes, what I like. Absolutely. Not just like what well, yeah. well, me and him What you were did. willing to settle for. Right, exactly. Now it's, it's about what, what you want. I want. Yeah, that, because, that's the beauty of it. Right. Because I'm, now you're starting to live your best life. Right. And because I've changed. I've outgrown absolutely. that relationship for a reason. Definitely. And I had to figure out who I was without that person. Definitely. So now it's like I can go into a relationship or I can go into a date and be like this is what I like right uh, you know like what about you Tana same thing oh so sorry <laughs> what was the question I'm so, so uh, like um, do you find yourself um, dating the same type of guys or getting comfortable with the same type of guys or how does how's the dating um, when it comes to that um, so I think what my thing was I just was looking for something that so I was really looking for like a, something that was surface level where it wouldn't get too close to like you know hurting me so gotcha. it wasn't necessarily the other person it was like okay this is a safe space where gotcha. you guys had an agreement well yeah, an agreement but I knew like it wasn't going to go past a certain level because once you get to a per- certain level right it would be scary gotcha. and it was just like okay this would be serious and it right. was like a scary space are you scared of commitment i am getting better uh, i am so that's I am, a yes i'm in recovery <laughs> i am a recovery. recovering uh commitment addict i was a commitment phobe okay um i haven't dated in a while Nothing but wrong i'm a, I, I know that i was afraid of commitment because of my own issues okay so it wasn't like i was in a pattern of dating i was just in a pattern of like I, I want to say in a, a comfort zone of like not getting too deep. Because Does being hurt scare you? Yes. Well, that was the commitment phobia. Like that was right, the, that's the whole thing about commitment phobia, and it's like you don't want to be hurt again. So you, and I think a lot of guys do that, where it's just like I've been hurt before, so now I'm gonna be now I'm gonna project it on someone else. Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Project it, but I don't know if I was projecting it. I was well, just. I was just protecting myself in protecting yourself you you know when you protect yourself no one else gets protected right i mean they fine <laughs> <laughs> you check them out you check them out you looking under the shield every once in a while they're not they're right, they right, cool. alive yeah they're breathing <laughs> found some found a new reason I understand. ain't nobody died yeah <laughs> understood that's one of, that's a serious topic though that, like that's a serious thing like a lot of people have commitment issues and it's because of the fear of hurt no one likes to be hurt i mean that's why people wear shoulder pads in football right. and, and you know baseball <laughs> and they wear cups pads. you know so I, I understand you got your armor on yeah um so what's it gonna take for you to take the armor off and say i trust again I'm ready again. I'm I'm ready for a commitment. What's it gonna take? Oh my god! I wish we were on video because Tiana's face looks. <laughs> I'm like, her eyebrows are going like, all the way up. You, you, you guys, I'm doing a good job right now. I, I am tearing them down for you guys. You guys. No, that we need real answers. Men need real answers right now. Um, we need you. real answers from men, so we coming after we do. you. I'm right right after. Questions I'm right after. For it. <laughs> Just be ready for the shots. The, the, the men are listening. They need to know. Okay, so for me, it's not necessarily anything that a person has to do. It's me doing my shadow work. Okay. It's me doing the work to say, you know, I can trust somebody. And I have to get back out there and really love like I've never been hurt before. Boom. Like, that's the cliche saying. No, it's, yeah, it's no, real. It's so cliche, but no, you, but it's real. It's real. Like, mm-hmm. you really have to go back out there and say, you know what? I'm going to give someone an absolute shot and be willing to just explore the option of Definitely. us being something Absolutely. and turning whether you get hurt or not if you if you right. get on that horse and you fall you gotta get you gotta, back on you gotta off. get back yeah. on you know. and there's somebody that's that's worth it and that's what it is Absolutely. it's like i need to understand one my boundaries because that's something that i as you know work needed to work on right like what are your what's your standard what what are you not going to ex- um accept yeah. you know what do you really want? What does happiness look like Absolutely. for you? Yeah. And then finding someone that's going to meet you at that level and then not being afraid to be vulnerable for mm. the right person. Mm. But that's he's got to be the right person. Definitely. And that's what it is. That's real. All right. I oh, like God. that. I like that. That's real, though. Uh, Russell Simmons once said, uh, what you allow eventually becomes your standard. So, yeah. you know, be careful of the things you allow in your relationships. People are in you know, I think there's love out there for everybody. Yeah. You can find love in in every corner. So, 
But don't you have be to scared. love yourself. I think that's Definitely. what, when I run across a lot of people, we all come from a deficit of love. And Absolutely. so we're seeking it in another person. And yes. that's what harms us the most because we don't know. <laughs> Preaching to my soul. <laughs> we don't know what love looks like for ourselves. Yeah, because right. it has no identity. Right. right. And if, so we're settling and we're we're searching for someone else to love us more than we love ourselves. Do you think right. do you think a person could be happy without um commitment like committed love? Like do you think someone could just be happy from like just like because there's yeah, some people out there that I people. I think don't even need like love from a, a significant other. Like I'm happy sometimes just being around other people i'm just right. happy just happy being living my my life yeah exactly. this goldie hunt and kurt russell never got married yeah and they've been together forever but they both came from like a divorce right or like you, you know we've we had know that life we've, we've had that we, we've, we've done lived it, that that's what we don't want we don't want but we're Let's happy enjoy this. and we yeah. are in this and there's no paper. exactly I, I i believe it can happen yeah you, you have to find that person that's that's there with you thinking how you're thinking right. and wanting the same things as you same and vision. we don't if we if we don't hmm search or if we don't even put our hearts out there to find it there's no way to really get it it's like trying to win the lottery without buying a ticket you know yeah i feel like there's there's so many of us we don't even know who we are when when i did my soul searching it was like it took me a long time to get where i'm at and there's no direct path and i you know everybody has their own path absolutely to to where they need to be but right we're all trying to skip those steps like tana said and trying to find validation through something if it's social media if it's another person right it'd be so much easier if there was like a roadmap you gotta go and you gotta do ugly work you to yourself so it's gotta be you yourself i love and it though I. I love it though yeah so we're, we're understanding now what uh we have to self-love right yeah we have keys communication yeah and what's the last one you guys give me another one give me the third one thing you suggest to the listeners self-love communication and now connection goals um, trust trust yes I would trust. say boundaries boundaries, boundaries is yeah. a good one yeah boundaries so like, these are keys guys write these down put them in your journal and, and when yeah. you're on your search for love just kind of remember those things put those things first and I don't think that anybody should accept anything that they're not willing to just for the sake of feeling like you have someone there that's not love that is craziness people just get, wake up but that, yeah, Wake that's up. not self-love. That's not love. That's You're not loving yourself. Love. If you allow someone to degrade you, make you feel less than you are, they don't treat you how your mother or someone who loves you for real would treat you. Don't make you feel special. Don't make you feel wanted. Don't make you feel beautiful or handsome or whatever the case may be. I think you need to reevaluate what love is because maybe you have a, a bad understanding of it. And it's okay to take that time to figure it out. I love that. I love exactly what you say. I'm going I'm to go a little bit deeper. Sometimes we don't even have that from our parents. Absolutely. Sometimes oh, yeah. we it's don't true. even get that from no, our parents. Especially true. when you're from a different era. Yeah. You don't get that's, that shit that, from that's your parents. That's why I said, you know, uh, whatever, whatever it is that mm-hmm. makes you feel special, you know. Um, because, you know, my grandmother was amazing at making me feel like the biggest man in the world. Because she knew I had... My father was her son. She knew he wasn't around, but she was there to raise me in a sense. And she would always make me feel like this big man. Even when I was just a little boy. And I always felt the need to be her big man. Because she would say, oh, papi, come here. You're my big man. You're going to take care of me. You're going to take care of this house. And I I worked my way into that from her love. Yeah, that little bit. I I miss you. But, um... But you know, it, it takes it takes uh, finding whatever love, whatever because we all feel love at some point in our life. Even when we're kids, I can remember being. I think I felt more love when I was a child than now that I'm older, and I try to express that same type of love 
to people but if you don't know what you're looking for you don't know how to receive it mm-hmm. if that makes sense um because like i said you're looking from the wrong standpoint some people look at oh does he have a nice car does he have a nice uh house is his uh right what does his 401k look like um you know that's not love those are physical attributes that a person could lose at any time and then if they lose that is the love gone yeah you're not in love with the person Mm -hmm. so how does this person make you feel whether this person had a million dollars or twenty dollars in their pocket how do they make you feel how does this person um change your world how do they make you feel like uh you could go out there and conquer the things that you want to do you know how much do they push you because uh i know people who have pushed me with zero dollars but made me feel like i could conquer the world you know and i appreciate that kind of love you know i appreciate my friends that tell me man you need to wake up and go do this because we believe in you even if you don't believe in yourself you know it takes that kind of love to make us better people so you're so you're in the music industry do you feel like you have like a lot of true friends um yes i do um and that is because of the type of person that i am like i'm very true to myself and my friends know that and i don't accept yes men in my life most of my friends are 10 plus years decade or better um people that i consider my true friends and at this point they're family i don't even consider them friends but in the music business there are a lot of people that you meet along the way um that are amazing just as much as the people that i've known for 10 years and uh i guess that's why i'm so trusting um because i have a good judgment of character like after a while you kind of know what you're willing to accept in people yeah and um if it's good traits you know it's just what's good for the goose for me i know there's a certain honor and uh code of ethics and loyalty that i i need around me um there's certain traits that i just don't tolerate i don't tolerate the snakes i don't tolerate like so you can you can you can differentiate yeah absolutely Uh, i can tell what's for me i can tell what's not for me um and even if i dabble in it a little bit i know how to remove myself and get back to me so it it all that comes from self-love i love the hell out of myself yeah all right we're running out of time but we got to talk about your new album let's talk about it man the album is out right now future of r&b uh, go get that on all streaming platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, yes, Tidal, the whole. <laughs> What's the name of it? Um, so Young Joe, Future of R and B. That okay. is uh, out right now. Young Joe, Late Night Vibes. That's out. Okay, so you call the late the album is called Late Night Vibes. Yeah, there's one one out called Late Night Vibes. One out called Future of R and B. Oh, so you got two albums, two, two projects out. Three. Uh, three projects. My Way Out is out as well. Young Joe, My Way Out, a Young Joe story, and. I am on um, working on Future of R&B Part 2. So that's coming soon. Uh, new visuals. You guys can subscribe to my YouTube channel, YoungJoe813. And well, I, I, I just want to... Okay, so you say there's three projects. Absolutely. How did you separate the projects? Like, what what's the difference between each project? Okay, so with, uh, with Young Joe, My Way Out, that was like a testimony to my way out of the streets. It was like a transformation from like from like thug to gentleman you know okay. i'm at the cover of this uh album i'm in a suit you guys see it's like just clean cut just very r&b traditional okay. um from there uh transformed into late night vibes um late night vibes came from just spending a lot of time with myself in the nighttime late 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 working okay on so that's not a sex that's not yeah. a sex playlist. I was it, wondering. It actually has sexual playlists. Okay, on I was gonna there. say because I'm late night vibes is like you turn that on when you're when it's late at night and you're about to go to bed and you need that relaxation. Okay. And you need right. to you know. I was, blow I was, some I was, I was think, Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. thinking it was something else. I was like, I might put it on my play. I, Definitely add it to your playlist. It's, it's one of those. You know, it's okay. R and B filled. It's, okay. it's gonna be self love is. It's self love is yeah. You got to take care of yourself. You know, I'm just saying. And that's self love are if you're. With <laughs> <laughs> okay. and right. then future of r&b um well that's something that i've been preaching for the last decade um i feel like i'm in the future of r&b i feel like in a world where it's dying 
we yeah. need to revive it right. and I want to be able to give people a feeling of love and music again because um, what you take in sonically has a lot to do with how we act out like if you're listening to kill him kill him bang bang all day long you're going to want to pick up a gun and go outside and blow somebody's brain out mm -hmm. but if I tell you you know if I sing about love and passion and understanding and commitment I sing about the things that you probably haven't heard then I could teach you how to love again that's rhythm and blues so I'm the future of rhythm and blues I, I think that goes great for um I, well i think that's what's needed Absolutely. for the generation for yep. your kids my child Absolutely. because that's what's missing Definitely. so it's kind of like for women it's you know shake that ass yeah yeah and it's, for, it's you know it's what derogat guys it's derogatory it's towards right. women and, and 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 i have no uh quarrels against the guys that are out there doing it shout out to you guys right because, like, we do like to party and we like to get grown sometimes but right. every once in a while we want to be reminded of like what love feels like too so exactly. i want to make sure that i'm on top of that and i'm uh leading the charge so future of r&b is going to be a continuation of projects for me like part two is on the way um awesome multiple yeah multiple so i mean just to chime in like um i read this post where it's like your diet isn't just about what you eat it's about mm -hmm. what you watch it's what you listen Oof. to it's what Preach. you do and so when you listen to music that is encouraging of love and mm -hmm. you know like we seek more of it i think tana and i we listen to more like what our parents listen definitely to now, absolutely now, same here you know, that's what you grew up with. That's what you, that's right. what we're lacking. That's what we're missing. And that's that, what we're like craving. The love it has a lot so, to do with why we can't find love. Love, I mean, right. nobody out there even understands what that feels like. So it's my job. It's my duty as somebody who grew up in that era listening to those things. Like even in our last uh, interview, we spoke about Carl Thomas, right. um, mm -hmm. of our OJs. Right. We tapped into so many different uh, mm -hmm. classic r&b you know hits right. and the difference between now so like someone has to lead the charge we haven't heard a new r&b artist in forever we don't even have a handful of them that we could go and tap into right now so mm -hmm. and the r&b's artists are not talking about love they're talking about smashing yeah sexing and going exactly. you know right and so, so we need so yeah you know, tap like into yeah. uh, tap into that album and, mm -hmm. and tap into that and be surprised album <laughs> future of r&b out now future of r&b 2 on the way um and yeah uh we're working on films and different things as well so you guys just stay tuned it's going to be a beautiful journey and this will not be the last you guys see of me and Aww. they can follow you on and you guys can like follow me on all social media young joe 813 on twitter instagram youtube snapchat and website coming soon hey. awesome well, cheers to that thank cheers you to that. again for joining us this yes. was super dope it was you cheers. gotta come back because absolutely you know you guys are like my favorite and Aww. there's so thank much growth you. that we have to do and um i can't wait for you guys to just see it all three <laughs> yes. absolutely yeah tampa is tampa is a growing it's market growing. Yes, yes it's for growing yes sure. shout out to those tampa bay buccaneers man super bowl hey. champs those uh, <laughs> stanley you, cup champs those, yes. those tampa bay lightning and yes tampa's been winning yeah. dj Khaled boys all yeah. i do is win shout out to the rays man world <laughs> series and even um rowdies and yeah. even the rowdies the, the soccer team so you know we've we've but, all been championed yeah. this year but thank you for listening to Makeup Breakups and Martinis make sure you subscribe if you haven't and follow us on our Facebook and Instagram page at Makeup Breakups and Martini thank you young Joe thank you guys for thank me. you guys for listening yes. cheers guys cheers, cheers. <laughs>